Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back everybody. 106 in Edmonton. It's a game night. It's not Jersey in town. It's the Chicago Blackhawks. Bob Stauffer with you along with Barn Spector. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan. Saving your company money, all your devices managed at Digitex.ca. Stauffer and Spector brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Watch for the opening of the new Century Mile Racetrack this spring. Edmonton Oilers three points out of the playoffs right now, Mark. Mm-hmm. I know there's a bunch of other teams in the mix. The eternal optimist to me would say, you're three points out. Yep. But you got to start making some movement, don't you? Well, the the key in this scenario is, is I mean, the points will take care of themselves, but you can't let, if, I mean, if you play well, but you can't let less teams become more. I think they've got four teams to pass. That's harder than getting the three points, right? Sure. Is passing those teams is the real hurdle here. If you don't, if Chicago wins tonight, they're tied with the orders. You've, you've now put another team in front between you and the playoffs. So yes. it's it's imperative that the Oilers start to reel some teams in here, uh, and one point a night won't do it. No, they got to get the two points. Edmonton does have two victories against Chicago this year. The Hawks have only won spec one. Did I see Jack Michael's stat right? Uh, one of 14 games against the Pacific Division this season. Do you want to tell you, you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And uh, you can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Guests on this show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and Sherwood Park. The Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. We've talked a bit about the return of Clefbaum, the goaltending situation. Mark, how do you think the Oilers played in the two games on the road, especially with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins down the middle. Well, I thought they played really well, uh, better in Philly, you know, and, and then in Montreal they were in control of the game. Uh, needed one save in the third period and you win the game. So uh, they should have had four points. They were in a great position, uh, leading by two in the third period. Uh, then you, Cassian takes the penalty, uh, which got things going the wrong direction, and then they uh, played very well in Montreal. So I'll tell you what tells me that Ken Hitchcock liked the way it went. He stuck with his three-center you know, formation well into both games till the, nearly the very end. 
the minute you see him fall off of that and start to put dry saddle up with McDavid and switch his line, that means he, the coach isn't happy with what he's seeing. He was he took those lines into the third period both days. Bob. Did they play differently with those three centers each anchoring their own line? Uh, I would say they played differently. I don't know what he's getting at. Well, they they forechecked differently. They forechecked differently. They forechecked harder. They. I thought from the back end, they kept the puck off the stick of their defenseman. I thought that I saw less D to D. I, you know, I should. I nope, would have to nope, watch absolutely. Field. I saw less D to D passes. I saw less time on sticks in the defensive zone. They moved it forward and got after it right away. All right. This text comes in. Uh, Bob, what are the chances that Drake Kajula scores tonight? I'd be wanting to bet my dog that he gets at least one goal from Tiny Ted. How's your dog going to pay you back? I, I know, and that's the thing. Like, why do we treat dogs like that? You know, like. Well, he's going to bet his dog. What's he going to bet him? A milk bone? <laughs> Who bets their dog? You have a golden retriever. I have a right. golden retriever. Right. So well, we what, would what, be betting our dogs. What's he going to do? Stop shedding for a week? Is that the bet? <laughs> Ryan says, Bob, uh, Ty Ratty on the Oilers' first line. Oilers come up a little short against Chicago, the better skating team. Chicago does have some speed through their forward units. Um, I might like the make. I mean, we'll see what Clefbaum gives Edmonton defensively. I I know a little bit. I mean, it's interesting with Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook because they're both over 1,000 games now in the National Hockey League. Yep. Keith's now 35, Seabrook's 33. Um, they're not what they once were. I think that's a fair assessment. Would Keith's game has really picked up the last month. Well, there you go. Keith is playing a lot better as of late, Con- and as Con- such, so is the team. Yes. Right? Uh, how about Eric Gustafson? Yeah, for- former Oilers property. They opted not to uh, re- to sign. sign him. I think they had until 2014 to yeah. sign him. They didn't sign him, and then the Hawks signed him in the spring of 2015. He's running their power play right now. Ten goals, 33 points. Not bad. No, not bad. Yeah, that's what happens, Mark, when there's changes with managers, right? So, yeah, uh, the old manager drafts a guy, and the next guy says, "I don't really like him." Yeah, Gustafson was drafted by Steve Tamalini's group. Mac T comes in. Mac uh, Mac T was the GM that uh, oversaw, and you know, and frankly, I mean, what would we have known at that time about Eric Gustafson? He was playing over for for London, so they obviously. Uh, there you go. Uh, this text comes in on our Heartland Ford text line. The players around the three centers all played better. The defense was the problem. The Oilers two losses. I actually didn't mind the third period. Let me ask you a question about Matt Benny. Like, is he not fine as a third pairing right shot defender in yeah. your opinion? Yeah, that's exactly where he's fine. And and I think as we describe what happens to your defense when you lose a Oscar Clefbaum and everyone plays too much. Uh, Matt Benning's an example of that. Matt Benning only draws the ire, in my opinion, of fans on the, at times when the defense is incomplete and he's playing too much. I right. think if, if you play him his 14, 15 minutes, he's your third-pairing guy. I'm not saying he's you know irreplaceable or I'd never trade him or any of that stuff. But if you just play him, uh, he could surprise you and be a pretty good player. All right, I'm going to read you a couple numbers here. You ready? Here we go. 49 games played, this defenseman. His three goals, 11 points, and his minus two, okay, in 49 games played. Okay. Three, uh, eight, and 11 in 49 games played. He's minus two, okay? Matt Benning, what are his numbers? Matt Benning, 44 games, uh, two goals, 10 points, plus seven. So he's got one fewer goal, and he's plus seven, and this player's minus two. Yep. And there's not a guy in the NHL that wouldn't. This this shows you how box score numbers can be taken any way you want. Okay, who's your guy? Josh Manson. 
Whew, there you go. Pretty good defenseman, right? And and in fairness, I mean, Anaheim is now a big minus. Boy, they've gone sideways here. Oh, my goodness. To be only minus two and man, playing the minutes that, that Manson plays on that blue line, he's playing excellent because that team's getting hammered every night. You know who I could see getting traded out of Anaheim? Brandon Montour. He's going to want big money. Uh, they got Fowler. They got Fowler, Manson, and Lindholm signed. They're a self-imposed cap team. He's having. He's not great defensively, but he's a bit like Mike Green. You wonder if he could be a guy to, just because the way he skates and the game's moving to that. If, if Brandon Monter could become a 15-goal, 50-point guy at some stage during the course of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, last season, Mark. Montour, nine goals, 32 points in 80 games. He was plus 16 on the year. So, But uh, they are not, uh, the Ducks are not the same team that they've been in the past. No, I watched them last night against Toronto. There wasn't even It, it was ugly. Uh, can Edmonton they, make the playoffs? Well, they can. I mean, the one thing that, that heartens me a little is I look at a team like Philly. Uh, they're not that great a team. They've obviously, uh, Carter Hart's given them something in gold the Oilers need. But... They, they've they won, what, uh, what are they, eight, nine in a row? Yeah. So that's, I mean, the orders, I'm not saying you got to win nine in a row, but you certainly have to go out there and win eight out of ten. What do they have right now that the orders don't have? What are they getting? Uh, well, they're getting goaltending. All right. And the orders have had that. Talbot basically buoyed the first stretch, and the second stretch was basically Koskinen. Yeah, they need better. It starts with goaltending. Everybody plays better when the goalie's playing well. And yep. they just have not had no goalie steals a game in Edmonton anymore. Right. Including Koskinen. They're not stealing any games. And in fact, you watch a game like the Montreal game where Koskinen plays just fine. Should we be concerned about the Koskinen contract Damn right Damn right you should, because he doesn't look like a number one goalie. Do you think he's a number one goalie? He has not performed like a number no. one goaltender over his so last absolutely. 10 or 11 starts. I think he's 3-8-1 yeah. in his last 12 starts. Does this starts. go into the pile of contracts Shirelli signing his way out the door that are crippling this club? Maybe. Let's see. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, Koskinen, there isn't a guy in the league to tell you Koskinen's the number one goalie. He's making four and a half. That's, that's do you envision? Outrageous. Do you envision Todd McClellan being an NHL head coach next year? Oh, of course. Okay. I mean, sure, if he wants to be, yep. Do you see Peter Shirelli ever being an NHL no. general manager again? No, he's done. There's one scenario for me where that could happen. Where? How? O- Ottawa, if his friends buy the team. Because oh, okay. he knows those guys. So yeah, it, would be a, it would be a PR disaster. Yeah? Oh. You're fan. You try to sell tickets with that hire, forget it. Yeah. I mean, nothing. You know what? I've known Peter a decent amount of time, and I don't want to be dancing on any graves here. But I'm telling you from a cold, hard, analytical perspective that if you go to your fan base and say we hired that GM as our GM, you're not going to sell many tickets. Well, and that was a factor in his demise here. And yes, it was. There's no question. You, if you downgrade a team by two or three percent with each trade, the team isn't as good. Mm-hmm. as it should have been at the start of the year. And unfortunately for Pete, that's what happened with the moves that he made this season. You talked about a team that we're going to talk about next when we come back in orders now. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Austin Matthews. Five-year extension, not an eight-year extension. Yes. 11? What was the number? 11634000 per year. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. About 90% of it front-loaded uh, with signing bonus money. Yeah, much like McDavid's deal. This is Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. 119 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now live at Rogers Place, where tonight the Edmonton Oilers play the Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Kane against Connor McDavid, two of the top three scorers in the National Hockey League. This is Stoffer and Spectre. Every Tuesday in Oilers Now, brought to you in part by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. The 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry in the province of Alberta. A reminder, mm-hmm. Century Mile opening up this spring. Spec today, the Toronto Maple Leafs signed Austin Matthews, a five-year contract extension, basically $11.6 million per year on a five-year deal. Yes. Of course, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl uh, for... The criticism that Peter Sorelli's received on this year's moves, uh, the McDavid Drysaddle combination, $21 million. Matthews and Tavares now at $22.634 million. That's the top two tandems of centers in the National Hockey League. Uh, Crosby and Malkin are at 18.2. So, what's your thoughts on the deal that uh, Austin Matthews gets? Five years times 11 million six hundred thirty four thousand of course he wears yeah. number thirty four per year well it's it's interesting that we don't just uh you know uh, by reflex go to that eight-year deal you know there was a time when you just said well he's our our young best player we're just going to sign into as long as we can right mm-hmm. the order certainly did that with dry saddle and mcdavid and it seemed like the thing to do maybe that there is a changing trend bob uh, to sign for less years, I, I guess that gives you a little more flexibility. I'm not really positive how it gives you more flexibility in the next three years. <laughs> gives more, well, it gives you more flex. I mean, if you were thinking that if you did an eight-year deal, let's be pragmatic. Let's say it gets 15 million a year. 15 in five years. No, in five years from now, he gets minimum 15. Okay. All right. So that's 45 million. So add the 45 million. To boy, math is hard. Uh, Forty-five million to fifty-eight million is one hundred and three million, and now you're above McDavid's number. You're at like, sure. well, you know what? So, so the I think the point becomes that the player has, has said, "I'd rather, you know, I'm still making tons of money, but I will, I will take a shorter deal." so we can have a little more flexibility you, with our team and keep it together. Yeah. And they lease in turn only by, I believe, what, one year of Matthews unrestricted free agency with his contract, right? Three-year term, three-year entry level, and, and a five-year Five year years deal. is eight instead of seven, yeah. sure. So they buy one year. However, he is going to be, what is Matthews now? He's got to be 21. Yeah. So that means he'll be 26, maybe 27. No, I'm not sure he'll be 26 when he's a UFA. 26 UFA. Oh, no, he's a late birthday. So he, middle he, of his prime. Yeah. And the Leafs will then have a guy that can go wherever he wants, or they're going to absolutely have to pay a ton. Yeah, they're so, not going to get him at $15 million. It'll be above that. Uh, by then, maybe it will, Bob. Here's, You know what? If Connor McDavid had only signed a five-year uh, deal at Edmonton yeah. that way, 
there would be members of the Toronto-based media that would see that's a sign he doesn't want to stay in Edmonton long term. Well, sure. And that's not at all what occurred here. No, no one is suggesting in Edmonton, well, the only reason why he signed that is he must want to get out of No one is thinking that. About Matthews. No. About Matthews, oh, right? The, the, clearly the team wants that. So, uh, But it does. it's an interesting... There's two ways to skin the cat, and McDavid is one way. Uh, I, I personally think that I want to sign my guy, like those years, 26, 27, 28, 29, those are awfully good years. Yeah. Right? And at the end of those years, the next contract is where you start signing guys for, for uh, maybe more unknown years, Bob. A player who is 30, 31, 32, 33 – now I'm going, ooh, I mean, I think McDavid's still going to be pretty damn good. But every bad contract out there is to a guy whose age starts with three. <laughs> right? uh, well, I, there are people that will tell you that a major professional sport, if you have a contract, the term length, the, let's say a seven-year deal. Yes. If the majority of the term length takes place in the 30s, you're going to lose the deal. Yes. I, totally I mean, the Blackhawks have a defenseman, a right-shot guy, who you and me have yeah, always Brett liked as, as as a defenseman. We've we got to establish that. We had an entire shows on this sure. three summers ago. Liked him better before he signed this contract. Yes, liked him better before he signed the contract. Well, hockey's a I can't place. believe, he, frankly, I, they signed him eight years at $6.9 million. Yeah. A- and he was 31 when they got yeah, him. That's just craziness, um, uh, and particularly where hockey's going. Yeah, you know, hockey's getting younger, it's getting faster. For defensemen, you can't hide guys. I think we're finding with uh, with Milan Lucic that okay, is he overpaid? I think most people would agree he's overpaid. But the Oilers are finding places to play him where he can still be a useful contributor to the team, not hurt you, help you here and there. You know, you can squeeze some life out of that contract. When a guy on a bad contract, Bob, is one of your six defensemen, it kills you. Yeah, it's interesting, Speck. Uh, I know that when Lucic signed, and it was for the most part from the fans and a lot of the media who wanted the orders to go bigger and heavier, mm-hmm. it was pretty much supported at that time. Just kind of like, you know what? Yeah, some people when, did, some people didn't, when but Shire- that's fine. Like when Shirelli was hired as GM and McClellan as head, as head coach, everybody thought, great, they moved away mm-hmm. from the perception of Oilers old boys, and you know, and, sure. and they've gone with these guys, and ultimately that didn't work out. But there was one guy that was uh, fairly vociferous, in, and that was Jonathan Willis out there in the block. And he per- I remember he presented a worst-case scenario with Lucic. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? His worst-case scenario wasn't bad enough. Wasn't bad enough over the last <laughs> year and a half. Now, I will say this on Milan. He has been better since the new year. Like, he had a good couple games on the road trip. He was involved physically and, you know, picked up an assist on a goal and made some plays and, you know, and what they've done, one of the things they've done with him, as you know, is by playing him with McDavid, Milan just makes six-foot passes. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make 25, 30-foot passes across the ice. Mm-hmm. You get the puck, chip it up, make quick little chips and that sort of thing. Right. And then, you know, he... The, 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 I think the thing is that you can, you know, you can take that player as one of your 12 forwards and, and you can play him every night and find a place somewhere in the mix for him. Uh, I, I will repeat this. When he is one of your six defensemen... It's much harder. It's really tough because if you're Brent Seabrook and you've lost a little bit of a step, uh, 41 games, Bob, are on the road where the other team's going to put their fastest guys out against you, and that's trouble. All right, uh, it is 126 in Edmonton. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30. We have Tracy Myers coming up spec. She's covered awesome. the, the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, 
Bob, hated the Lucic signing just like I hated it when you kicked Drew Remenda off the show. That one comes to us from Topher out of Red Deer. Topher, you were leading the charge to kick Remenda off the show, you hypocrite. You can text us at 630. We never kicked Remenda off the show, so let's just establish that right now. <laughs> I'd kick him off. You'd kick Drew Remenda? <laughs> Damn right. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.